Welcome to the Commission Breath Podcast, a mortgage professional's complete guide on how to successfully scale their business and not fall into the trap of commission breath. And now, your hosts, Brandon Love and Tom Moffat. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 17 of Commission Breath. This week, we decided to do a deep dive on something you're experiencing right now, and that is podcasting. We have had some trials and tribulations of starting our own podcast, some feedback on different things we've tested, some real pain points when it came to, you know, splicing videos up and putting them on Instagram and whatnot. So we just wanted to go deep on that, some key takeaways we've pulled from there and also how we've started an additional channel to grow our business. Yeah, exactly. So I'd say we're going to do more podcasts on this in the future because this is an ever going thing for us. You know, podcasting is fairly new, you know, last, what, three, four months with Commission Breath for us? Yeah, I would say we started about three or four months ago. The intent at that point was to go really deep into the mortgage space and to share like tech and tools, because at the time we were working on Leadvine quite actively. We've since moved a bit away from that. And the focus more so is on just sharing strategies and using this as an incubator of ideas. But also we started another channel called FI Talk. And the purpose of that was to go direct to consumer and to grow our mortgage business with it. Yeah, exactly. So we have the experience with Commission Breath and now we've transitioned to a second podcast and we are not stopping Commission Breath. I had a couple of people reach out asking if we're retiring Commission Breath. We are not. We actually really enjoy showing up here and recording stuff for you guys. So that is going to be a continuation for you. But FI Talk is more so for our personal mortgage book of business where we're direct to consumer, like Brandon said. And that's the one where we're really batching out social media clips like reels, shorts. We're posting on YouTube as well. So we're really going all in on that in terms of social media. So what we're going to talk about today is how we got started, some of the troubles and issues that we've come across that we've overcome. So hopefully it'll help you accelerate your business and help you get started on your podcast and really get there faster than where we were at. And then also we're going to talk about social media and how it ties into that. Exactly. Our goal is to cut down so you don't need to get 17 episodes in before you learn some of these ideas. You can apply them on episode one and get off to the races faster. So why don't we start out with audio quality? Because I think that was a big pain point in the first episodes. If you go back, you can see now we both have our Yeti microphones here. They're about a buck 50, 150 each and they do make a world of difference. So that was a big takeaway out the gates. Next piece, I think, was really, and tell us if this is getting better because we're working on it, and that is the video quality. The video for us, we've tried different softwares, different tools. We're now kind of using, I'm using an iPhone 15 instead of my MacBook. Tom has a separate camera, so we're playing around with different things here because we found once it came to social media, the clips look like it was filmed on like your dad's camcorder in the 90s. Yeah, exactly. Like right now I'm still using, it's like a Logitech webcam and it does the job. And I was kind of going back and forth with the iPhone too. And it sounds simple, like set your iPhone up and away you go. But man, you have to consider like what hosting platform you're using. If you can connect your phone to your computer, 
like we had to download a whole separate app called Camo, which connects with your camera and you can use it as a webcam. And even right now, Brandon, like I'm seeing there's a lag on your side using Camo specifically. Like, I don't think it's our internet. I think it's Camo. So we'll talk about that after, but it's these small little things that are a little frustrating, but as long as you get through them and then streamline everything, hopefully this can help you get there. But yeah, with video for commission breath, a lot of you are just listeners. Like we don't really have many people go on YouTube. So this is kind of like our testing platform for video. And then we're trying to really refine it for FI talk because that's where all of the social content is getting pushed out for our mortgage biz. But yeah, start simple. Even if you don't want to start with video, start doing the audio and really perfect the audio. And then you can go from there because video is a whole separate part of it that is really a whole other process that you have to figure out for social media too. So I'd probably leave it at that for video. I mean, we can do a whole deep dive on like different camera setups and and all of that stuff in the future. But I would start out with a basic webcam if you go that route and then maybe look into transitioning to using your phone because you don't really need super fancy camera. Yeah, exactly. I think the key takeaway is focus on getting the audio right first and then the video piece, dial that in. And then just really focus on the strategy of where you're going to host this. We spent, what, 20 minutes today before we dove in here yeah. to have a new platform that just wasn't working at all. So those kind of things do take away from your overall vision and where you're going to get to. The other piece, too, is a lot of what we're looking to accomplish right now is gearing this towards our social content and wood chipping that up and splicing up. So why don't we share the strategy of where we're going and go from there? Yeah, for sure. So actually, even before you just touched on it, the platforms, I realized we kind of just skimmed over it. We tried multiple different platforms. Like right now, today, we are recording off of StreamYard. These different platforms are a really good way to connect with other people virtually because when you're doing these podcasts, you're not always going to have a studio to go meet with someone and do it locally every single time. So Brandon and I, we live in separate cities, I think about an hour away from each other. So using StreamYard, we're able to host ourselves and then also have guests come join. It's used for like live streaming too, but for us, we just record it locally within the platform. And then we just give that to our editor who edits all of our podcast stuff. We tried out different platforms and StreamYard seems to be the best so far for us. We're still on that journey. So again, any questions that you guys have, just send us a DM on Instagram. We can elaborate further on that. But to the social journey, so going to FI Talk, so consumer-focused podcast, we are pumping out social from that by doing the same process that we're doing for Commission Breath. We're just recording the episode on StreamYard. We then hand that over to our team of editors. You can edit them yourselves, but if you're like us and you want to leverage other people so that way you have more time to do the lead gen activities instead of sitting there editing videos all day, then I highly recommend either starting with someone on Fiverr or search for someone that's like more of a full-time VA who can batch edit all of your podcast episodes, get maybe three to four short form videos from one episode, and then pump that out on social. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the key takeaways is to source these steps. At the end of the day, if you're looking at this from a client-facing goal, your time is not best spent learning how to edit, screwing around with different softwares. Like It's going to waste a ton of resources. You would be better off going out and prospecting for that hour, earn the $5,000 that you'll get from funding a mortgage, and then allocate yeah. that 1000 to having the tools be done for you. The people are the tool in this case, and that's how you afford it. 
Yeah, exactly. And the short form video is to attract eyeballs and followers to our social accounts. And then of course, like there's a whole other strategy of nurturing those people who have come into your world, but it's a really slow burn. Like it doesn't happen overnight. We've had a really good amount of traction with commission breath. And I think that's just because of the natural connections we have in the mortgage industry. Whereas FI talk, it's going to be a slow burn. And we know that we don't get many downloads per episode, but it's one of those things you just have to stick to it. And for me, it's like, I don't even, I mean, I care, but it's not that big of a deal if we don't grow a huge audience of listeners for the podcast. It's more so we're both using the podcast as a leverage vehicle for the social content, which to me is more important to get that out instead of sitting in your office and trying to think of like other content ideas. That was like a pain point for me is like thinking, okay, I need to record 15, 20 videos for the whole month here. I've got maybe 10 or 15 ideas and I don't really care for all of them. I hate this mortgage specific content. Like I don't enjoy doing it. That's me personally, but I would rather just have someone batch up these short form clips from the podcast episode. For sure. And I think also like we should talk a bit about why we chose the avatar of FI talk versus doing mortgage content is we found that like, we love your mortgage brokers, but there's a lot of <laughs> mortgage content out there. There's a few people doing it really and yeah, they're great. They're right. Like, I don't want to try to become another version of them. And then there's a lot of content that's just like, okay, everyone's cranking out the same stuff over and over again, where we were like, we're not passionate about cranking out that kind of content. So why even bother going down that rabbit hole? Whereas both of us were very passionate about like financial independence, achieving it for ourselves and our families. So we thought, okay, this allows us to like, one, do some research to grow audience around it. And then three, like we are attracting people who are also interested in financial independence, which is a lot of investors and people in that space who are our ideal client avatar. Yeah, exactly. And it's just more enjoyable for us. Reason why I also wanted to venture that way too, is because like, we all know people don't always need mortgages. Who are the people that need mortgages most and the most frequently are investors. So it's like, hey, maybe we start a podcast on real estate investing because of course, like they're buying more frequently, refining more frequently. Whereas like financial independence, it's not as frequent because some of them are just joining for like the financial education, which is cool. They are going to need a mortgage at some point, but they're going to be sticking around for the content versus like if you're just pumping out like mortgage specific stuff, like fixed, very amortization lengths, all that stuff then you're not really going to have people staying in your circle for very long and consuming that content on a regular basis, unless they have like a really weird enjoyment out of mortgages, which most people don't. A mortgage fetish? <laughs> a mortgage fetish. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I hope no one has one of those. But I'm sure someone listening does. If you do, let us know, because that's actually... We're very curious. Yeah. Yeah, so we talk a lot about leveraging other people's expertise when it comes to producing the podcast but why don't we talk a little bit about how we're leveraging other audiences yeah so one thing we started doing and we're going to be doing more frequently and this has actually been like something that i've been struggling with in terms of getting people but here's the overarching theme you have this podcast use it as another vehicle not just for your own social content but to access other people's social platforms and followers. So whether it's a referral partner that you've made a connection with in the past that you really want to 
hit home and get that connection going, get some referrals from them. So just using a realtor as an example, if you know they're super busy and you've pitched to them and you just haven't received any leads yet, maybe invite them on the podcast. That can be a good in and build that relationship up. What we're doing is we're leveraging other people's social platforms by saying, hey, these people have some good followers here. Why not have them on the podcast? We're going to give them two or three social content pieces for them to upload to their accounts. We're going to do it on Instagram. Say they have 10K followers. We're going to have these video edits posted and published to us, but we're also adding these people as collaborators on Instagram. So all they have to do is press accept on the post and it gets pushed out to their account as if it's their own post. They're going to see FI talk on there. They're going to follow our account. So that's what we're going to be doing more frequently after maybe like five or six more episodes of us doing like solo episodes. Just because like if you push this out to people now and you're like three episodes in, they're going to be like, okay, these guys just started a podcast. Like, I don't know how serious they are or the following that they have. So I'd rather get some under our belt and then kind of present that to these bigger names and bigger followings. Yeah. And I think the key piece, just to really dive in on what you said there, the key piece there is we're giving them three pieces of production quality finished content for them to then share to the audience. So for them, it's like, what's in it for me? One, you're going to get exposure to a bigger audience, obviously through the podcast, but then, you know, you've got three reels coming your way. So if you're the kind of person who does one piece of content a day, we've just saved you three days of labor that way. So it's something that attracts people in, they get to grow their market, they get some more content, which keeps the flywheel spinning. Yeah. And that's probably the biggest value add that we can give to someone. And hit the other point too, is we're giving them our audience too. Like our audience may not be as big as theirs, but you know, our Instagrams are growing. I think I'll be at probably 3k soon, shortly. So that alone is like, Hey, we're posting on both of our accounts plus the third account FI talk. So it's like, you're going to have your face on three accounts. You're going to get these three edited reels and you're going to get all of our audience on the podcast itself. That's listening to our content and, and hearing you speak. So it's definitely a value add for people. And it's really like half hour, hour of their time. For sure. I think it's a slow burn. It's the snowball effect that builds in time. If you're thinking about doing this podcast, pick something you can talk about, you're passionate about, and that you can think of who's a network effect that I can kind of build around and then just start doing it. It's not going to come immediately. You know, I've got an acquisition hat on today. Harmozi always talks about how it took like, I don't know, like six or seven years before his podcast yeah. to drop. Obviously, we're not going <laughs> to go that long before we get traction. But like at the end of the day, like if that's what it takes, you just do it. And it's nice to come on and shoot the shit for an hour once a week and get some ideas going and then build that bit of community around it as well. And then the long tail of it is that it is going to be good for business as well. Yeah. And another side effect to that is that we're going to be building skills on this too. Like just naturally talking, interviewing people, interviewing is a skill in itself too. And I think it builds confidence with everything else you do in the business. So I've seen that me personally. So I think that will continue to trickle out as well. hundred percent. All right, so let's wrap this up. Just kind of take things back to the start. There's a few different ways to get the ball rolling here. You can go very low budget. I would suggest spending 150 bucks, get the mic, but you can use your iPhone, you can use your computer. It's very basic to start. Layer it on as you go. You're going to gain those experience and skills as things progress, and that's the key benefit of that side of things. Next piece is to pick a topic that you can leverage and build a network around. 
and that you can talk about long term. And then the third piece is to use that podcast to open doors and to start building up referrals, contacts, etc. Yes, exactly. And if you want to go the whole social route too, I'll give you numbers. I mean, we're an open book with it for cost wise for the actual short form content. We're paying what 600 600 a month USD. Yeah. 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 So that's on the low end. You might be higher than that. We just got lucky with this one company, but that's every other day. We have a short form video posted to both of our accounts, all three of them. And it's posted for us with the captions, what do you call it? Hashtags, all of that stuff, YouTube, YouTube shorts, Instagram, it's all done for us. So it's so hands-off and it's definitely worth it. All right, everyone. Well, there you have it. Episode 17 in the books. We're definitely going to be revisiting this topic in the future. So if you have any questions on anything we talked about or anything that we should add for the next one, let us know. Give us a follow on Instagram, even our FI Talk Instagram too. Give us a follow there, YouTube, all that good stuff. Yeah, and that'll be it. Awesome. Yeah. If you jump on the FI Talk one, you will see how this strategy is playing out in real time because we're only about three or four episodes in. So it's a great place to kind of see how things are progressing. Let us be the best dummy. Yeah, exactly. Guinea pigs. Guinea pigs. There you go. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production. 